Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories, nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me, he likes a short skirt and a long jacket. It is Nick Bassett. How would you see the skirt? That was definitely some nonsense we just had. We've been talking for 20 minutes and my headphones just fell out as you tried to start. So take two. Take two. And let's go. (laughs) Uh, We are recording at 8.12pm on the 31st of August um, with an intent on getting this out by tomorrow. That's probably going to be one of our quickest um, pushes going live. Uh, But you are planning to get on a plane and head to the other side of the globe for what, four weeks? Two and a bit weeks, 16 days or something. Well, it'll feel like four. (laughs) Off to Europe. Have some fun, go and have a little cheeky holiday and then enjoy some wildfires in Greece and some tropical storms in Mallorca. So. Are they cocktails? Yeah. Yeah. I hear there's a few natural disasters happening over yeah, there as well, yeah. so but look out for them too. I talking about the other ones. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So no, that sounds fun. We're 8.13, right? Yes. PM. PM. The hottest news off the plate. Chelsea's Awake has been released. You want to jump straight into it then? Straight into it. This was literally 45 minutes ago. Okay. So hot off the press. Hot off the press. Give it a bit of a blow first before you touch yeah. it. The uh, Nike the Chelsea looks. kit released yes. today still comes without a main sponsor um, after three dropped them. And mm-hmm. our mate Kit, um, when he goes to Europe, he's told me he's not getting a three mobile SIM card because of that reason. Ooh, okay. Um, so no business for them, for Chelsea fans. <laughs> he's holding a grudge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently this kit is inspired by 90s um, art by having cyberpunk 80s graphics on it. Yes. Um, as you can see. And then the Twitter video to release it. Yeah, all... Uh, late 80s, early 90s inspired, yeah, kind of cyberpunk, um, but black with sort of blue geometric graphic on it. Um, it's not bad, actually. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't mind the, the little video that they've released. Um, at, like we said, it is, it is like late 80s rather than 90s, yeah, I think. Yeah. But, you know, I was born in 1990, so, you know, maybe... <laughs> Maybe early nineties. This this was still happening. I I can't remember. Um, but the design itself is yeah pretty cool. Um, it's... There was that real like change in the eighties and nineties from the like pinks and blue neon colors to the real like big tracksuits with just color all over them, different yeah. block colors rather than the fades and neons. <clears throat> it is really cool though to think about. Like that there is that evolution of. Like you think of uh, like Robocop or Terminator or um, I'm trying to think of another one. Like even, you know, Back to the Future, I I think is on-screen graphics, you know, had a little bit of of that. But, you know, the the logo on the text itself, I I think, was, you know, done really well. It is still quite modern um, or, you know, doesn't look aged now. But you look at that evolution of, like you say, it was very cyberpunk-esque in, in a lot of ways in the 80s and then 
the evolution into the nineties was more of the the pink with the orange, you know, that that kind of yeah. fade from pink to orange and the fluoro orange colour and And you sort of got that like like the eighties had all the the depth to it and the three D kind of grids and stuff. And then the nineties mm-hmm. you kind of got that like really flat art with like all the squiggles all over it and that like fresh <laughs> prints of Bellier kind of look. Yeah. So like they flattened out over the two over the two decades and like, like just scrapbook colour at it. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, like scrapbooking. Yeah. That's that's very funny actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably chart each year like the different trends and try and pick the way through that they took to Yeah. To get to each trend, um, yeah, actually, that's a, that's, a good, that's a good point. Um, I do know we we're, were jumping around very early, and we didn't even do the, the proper spiel at the start. But um, we did get a comment from um, someone when we were talking about the Raiders logo last week uh, that you know is this push for clean designs all to for make things modern for for screen and I, I thought about that comment. I don't actually know if I've responded yet, and I. One of us probably should um, reply, but oh, yes, I feel I like did. I did. oh, you did oh, good, yeah. good, good. Um, I feel like isn't that all design though? Like all design is updated to be, you know, uh, updated to to not necessarily stick with the modern trends, but trends evolve and change to stick with the means think, in which they're being the content is being delivered. I think like the comment was sort of more about. Are they being updated for the ease of use around, like, is that the only reason, like, the embroidery side of things and to be but, used at smaller scales and, and stuff like that? And, like, yes, that's kind of why, like, that's the main reason, but also as we go, logos are getting simpler and simpler and more an icon rather than some detailed exploration but, of what the company is. Yeah, but that's that's my point, right? Like the evolution of logos over, you know, 200, 300 years, you design to what works in the medium in which you are delivering Mm. it. Like you could argue that flags are the first logos, right? Like flags were were the the emblems that you would use when you're marching into battle or you, you know, your ships would sail them at the highest, you know, sail. Um, That was your logo. Yeah, and, and and I guess along that point, like a flag, same as a football kit, you know, the early football kits, they didn't have the technology to do all these colours, so the simple stripes were your design to the technology that the, that you had or your simple sash, yeah. quarters, something like that. So Yeah, and so then, you know, you evolved to embroidery. So, yes, you're going to make – if you if – you, you're updating a logo because it's primarily going to be used in, you know, the whatever hundreds because it's being embroidered, then you're going to update the design to be the most efficient and most suitable for an embroidered, you know, technique at the time. Mm. And same with sublimation and same now in this digital age and, you know, the age of cutting down on costs i guess um yes you are going to reduce your thread counts you are going to reduce your thread numbers um you're looking at things on screen so i I kind of agree with the the listener's point but i suppose you know expanding on that is it's not just now that's always kind of happened yeah i suppose that's that's a good response to it 
And just on logos, this Chelsea kit, if you look at the execution of of the silicon badge here, um, it's got this sort of grid pattern going through it as well. Uh, 3D, I'm sure it'll be very tactile to touch, but the, the grid's not symmetrical, which is quite cool. A uh, really nice finish on that and execution. It's not symmetrical, the grid itself, as in like yeah. there are... Like you can see sort of... Oh, some of the lines don't cross. And yeah, yep. some it's just lines and then some square off at points. And so I think that's quite a <clears throat> nice little touch to the logo to sort of go along the lines of the shirt, although the shirt is quite symmetrical in a way, isn't it? In the pattern. Uh, yeah. I, Not symmetrical, but it's very much the same grid over and it, over. Yeah, it is It is a full grid. There's no lines that, that just kind of stop. Hmm. Um, what you haven't mentioned yet is the shorts. Yes, they follow the same pattern, so that's going to be a a look when it comes Trippy. out. Rippy socks are just the black and and blue. Um, I don't know. You probably probably good to have some statement shorts, but also sometimes the statement shorts are when you have a more minimal shirt. So we'll see mm. if it works together. Plain blue. Would work pretty well in the, with this as well. Yeah, plain blue, plain black, whatever. Ribbed collar, ribbed round neck. Ribbed round neck with a what? Two tone black. And two tone, yeah, two tone rib. Yeah, yeah. Same around the sleeves. So I think that finishes it nicely, actually. Yeah, better executed than something that we're going to look at a little bit later. That uses <laughs> the same kind of technique. Yes, we will see the CR Seven Sporting Kit. Is that we are? Yeah, maybe that, could, that might be worth it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, we should we should probably mention I did we did we did skip it, but uh, if you did want to keep up with the visual references, you can go to our Instagram page at Field of Design Podcast and look out for the episode highlights reel. If and when we get to it, uh, you can definitely find all source articles and reference link referenced links um, via this episode's dedicated page at thefieldofdesign.com. And uh, if you are a listener that would like to get in touch with us, you can through our Instagram or our email address, fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Um, let's, let's just quickly touch on the NBL jerseys that have been released over the last few days too. And yep. I will give a uh, massive shout out also to uh, friends of the show, actually, Aussie Jersey Watch for sending these links our way. Um, what is it? Half the league, I'd say. Um, not all teams have yeah, not dropped all. them yet, but I'd say probably half. Um, so we've got the Adelaide 36ers, the Brisbane Bullets, Melbourne United, Perth Wildcats, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Sydney Kings, and Tasmania Jack Jumpers have to date released their jerseys. We won't go through all of them in a lot of detail, but perhaps there are some notable talking points on your end, Nick? Uh, yeah, my favourite, um, although it's picking from uh, slim pickings, really, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite's probably the Adelaide 36ers, um, just very classic basketball jersey design, the solid navy with the red and white uh, piping around the sleeves and, and collar. Mm-hmm. Um, the detail on the shorts is nice when it's tucked in around the the top there. 
Yep. Um, other than that, there's there's not much to talk about, really. I think Melbourne United, I preferred their sort of mono black and white look than this navy and sky. Yeah, they're, they're slowly like deviating away from the more ink black to a more navy, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. No, I think I definitely preferred that. It gave a very like classy look with the just the two tone black and white. Yeah. Bullets are deviating away from the yellow a fair bit more as well, I've noticed over the last few years. Less yellow in there. They've dropped the maroon completely now. Yeah. Um, which I know, you know, when they came back in the league in 2017, I want to say that the maroon was, you know, part of their main branding. But traditionally, the Brisbane Bullets have always been the, the yellow and blue. But yeah, it's very scarce on the scarce, scarce, yes, scarce on the yellow at the moment. Um, noteworthy for me is the the jack jumpers i don't love it in any by any means but the the detail in the little i think you can hopefully you can see there the pinstripes are actually a, a line of ants or jack yep. jumpers as they are um and then the repeating pattern on the side panels of the green based one can't quite see yet the that kind of yellow yellow based one whether it features on the sides there but um similar to you don't necessarily love it but um, it is a nice little detail. Uh, I and I suppose their, their word mark they had on the original jerseys as well. I agree. This yeah. more scripted, um, more animal-less, animalistic, animal, you know, yeah, wildlife style. Really, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think suits them as well as the more traditional collegiate type look that they had previously. Um, and probably... Uh, it is worth talking about the Perth Wildcats, uh, including a black um, kit in their range this year. I think it's been a while since they've had a black uh, kit that they will include as well as the white-based ones. It's probably, I would say, their strongest one of the the three there that they've got. Uh, and the other one for me that I, I suppose is I don't mind is the Phoenix... Southeast Melbourne, Phoenix, the green and black. I don't mind. I mean, it's not a traditional by any by any means, but I don't think that, you know, Southeast Melbourne have really gone down that path of no. being traditional. So I, I, I quite like the cuffs uh, of the, the singlet with that stylized um, artwork that they've got going yeah. in there. Yep. Yeah. The yellow, I actually don't mind that yellow and neon green collection together too. I know it's it's you know, part of their, their branding, but I've always only recognized them as the, the neon green and the black. So to see that yellow in there is pretty cool. Yep. Another addition. Yeah. Fully sick. Uh, otherwise let us know what you think. For sure. <clears throat> okay. What I are guess, we next? I guess one thing to sort of jump on quickly before we jump into the main rugby world cup topic. Um, we've spoken a bunch about the Jordan brand and Nike using that with PSG and CR7 has now got his own one uh, his original club before he joined Manchester United sporting CP uh, have now got a CR7 branded alternate jersey black with gold sleeves that sort of sandy gold um, 
metallic gold logos and then your black and white trim on the cuffs and it's in that terrible Nike block with the rubbish raglan sleeves that <laughs> we didn't like at the World Cup with that yep. weird front sash you, by the neck. Or not were sash. you calling it a bib? You were calling it a bib yeah, or something like that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Tuck, tuck your bib um, in as a... Yes, so I don't know. Not the best kit. Um, be interesting to see what they do with the CR7 brand though in the future. So uninspiring, that CR7 logo. Like I know we talked about it in our our athletes logo episode, but just, I don't know. Like I don't follow football that much, if at all, um, but I recognize the Jordan logo. I recognize the Nike logo. This three-letter CR7 doesn't mean much to me and it doesn't feel very inspiring that's probably something you think? both Ronaldo and Messi have had issues with like in that logo episode we saw Ronaldo jumped around quite a bit between different logos and then like I don't think you could tell me what Messi's looks like from a bar of soap so it's the M it's the three three stripes in an M that yeah. also form a shield I know because I'm a nerd but you know <laughs> there would be some people that wouldn't yeah yeah it hasn't caught on like the Federer one or the or the Jordan one, those two, I don't think. So we'll mm. see. I nearly wonder because, you know, he is an enigma. He is like someone who, you know, has that same presence as someone like a Jordan or a Roger Federer. You know, they've yeah. defined, they define teams, they define, you know, generations of the sport that they're in. But I, yeah, I don't know. I nearly feel like it's it doesn't represent his personality. That CR seven logo yeah. does it. Like, there's no personality there. When you think of Roger Federer, what's the first word you think of? Class. Yeah, and he's the got logo. That Louis Vuitton looking logo. Yeah, it's it's it does have class about it. You know, interestingly, I'm pretty sure we discussed that logo was yeah first meant to be for his um foundation like right it was you know um sponsor type stuff rather than his personal logo and i think it just kind of evolved into being being that yeah um mm, but i yeah i don't know that's just me i just don't think it's inspiring i I look at that and i think um is that something to do with the club nearly you know if if it was someone who didn't know they would think is, is CR7 something to do with the club, not not the sponsors, you know, the kit suppliers. Yeah, it almost reminds me of the like Emporio Armani 7, their like sports brand, mm. the Napoli kits and their logo. And yeah, logo not inspiring, the kit's not inspiring. So hopefully there's some better stuff in the future like the Jordan brand with PSG. Yeah. I've I've seen Novak Djokovic sporting something very similar to the Air Jordan logo too. Have you have you seen yeah, that? Yeah. Take his, take a look like at that at some logo? point. I don't know. I don't think it's his new logo, but it, I mean, I I don't know. I've just yeah. seen him wearing a few shirts, and it's it's like an Air Jordan style silhouette, right. but it's him like sliding along the court with the racket. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll see if I can find that and include that in the episode um, links. But yeah, just on that um, that that jersey too. What what's the team? Sporting, Sporting Lisbon, Sporting CP. Yeah, I think they just sort of go as Sporting and have dropped the Lisbon. That the the black and gold. Like we know that's a really good combination, right? But I feel like that color gold needs to be used as a feature like a supporting yeah it's not a hero piece on the (laughs) raglan sleeves it it really puts a lot of tackiness into the design anyway we're not here for that today but you know just something i spotted that's it what are we here for then rugby rugby Rugby, boy proper sport yes None of this league stuff anymore. The 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 world game rugby. The one where you can count in odd numbers, not just even numbers. And to more than six, because you can hold the ball as long as you want. I miss the days when they just used to kick it back and forward to each other. They don't do that anymore. Where's that gone? They were the good uh, old days. Take you me occasionally back. see a, a kicking duel, but I can see why Australians are against rugby sometimes, but also the whole like, oh, it's so stop and start. I don't get that because league literally stops every five seconds and they all reset and then they start again. So I don't know. But anyway. No need need to argue about that with me, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to run through the full allotment of Rugby World Cup jerseys since the tournament will be starting in a week, once this comes up, eighth of September, I think, is the first game between the All Blacks and France. So a blockbuster to get us underway. Where is this being played, Nick? It is in Paris or Paris. in France. So the the first games in Paris and all the games will be played around Paris. I think it's going to be the longest tournament of all time. The All Blacks don't have a game for about fourteen days at some point. Why so long? Uh, there were complaints that the lesser teams were having to play three games in a week at times, so there'd be a four-day break between some games. Um, and the big boys always seemed to get the weak gaps and the little boys had to play those games. So um, <laughs> now the big boys apparently get the two-week break and the, the little guys at least get a week. <laughs> yeah, okay. Will you be venturing that way at all for any of the games? No, I did I did try, um, but tickets to the All Black France game were about a thousand dollars. So AU. AU. Whew. And sold out. So That's nasty. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was resale. I don't know. Yeah. All right, where are we starting? I guess we'll start with Paul A. Um so at the time, the number one ranked team in the world was the All Blacks, so they were pulled out first from the pot. Uh, and we have spoken about these jerseys before, mm. uh, designed by French sort of streetwear, not streetwear, like an underground Parisian street artist, Faye the Wolf, uh, just similar to how they had a Japanese designer design the 2019 World Cup jersey, which was held in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 14 line drawn ferns connect up through the shirt uh, and end at the 15th fern on the chest 
the team logo, which obviously represents the 15 players on the field. Uh, unless Scott Barrett's playing and receives his customary red card. <laughs> um, so the the replica of this is absolutely trash. Uh, no point buying it. The on-field version, again, not great, but much better. The the black jersey with the collar. A um, lot of talk in New Zealand that it looks like a golf shirt. Uh, and they're not happy that it's been done by a French designer without remembering the Japanese designer did 2019. Uh, but the the sort of fittedness and and the panel work on the sleeves and side give it a little bit extra on the players' version. Mm-hmm. So the ferns themselves, they're not all like they, they touch each other, but it's not like it's following a path or anything like that, right? Like it's just they just. Well, it doesn't look like all... that, does it? But allegedly, no. it, it is. So I'm not exactly sure how it works, but you can definitely see, yeah ends of lines and places so yeah i guess yeah maybe just all touching and i'm sure i could count more than 15 if you made me look yeah i won't do it right now but i was thinking the exact same thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so fair to say not going on your list of jersey of the year nominations no there's no way i will be buying this jersey unless we win the cup and then everyone will want one <laughs> Yes. It'll be a no, goalkeeper, FIFA World Cup goalkeeper um, story all over again. <laughs> yeah, I try to get one from each World Cup of the All Blacks, but no, this one won't be on the list. Mm-hmm. And what about the white one? Um, yeah, it's the same jersey in white. Uh, I don't think we'll see it. France, the first game is going to be black versus white with France in their white jersey, even though they're playing in France, but it's just a quirk of the draw that the All Blacks are listed as the home team mm-hmm. on neutral ground in a World Cup. So um, the French jerseys, um, they've gone with sort of a, a darker navy to their recent more royal color jerseys uh, with royal trim on the, on the sleeves and inside panels and on the shoulders. Yep. Um, the the blues apparently more in line with the the color of the flag, um, and one of the only jerseys in the world with two cocks on it as well. So and 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 the one wearing it. Yes. Yep. Um, did the 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 French actually change the tone of their blue flag recently too? In the oh, last few years, that was a thing, wasn't it? Same yeah. as like the Japan. I feel like the, the Japan the one was was a bit of a. The a ruse, <laughs> yeah. I don't actually think I never found anything that actually <laughs> confirmed that it was all just one of those things where it just became part of the conversation that oh, yeah, the Japanese did it too. But there was nothing, I mean, send something through, listeners, if there's um, if you've got some documentation there to suggest otherwise. So, yeah, it just piqued my interest then when you did say about the, the change of blue, perhaps it's yeah, yeah moving it in line with the thing something interesting to note as well just on these first two is uh this is the first time the rugby world cup logo has been allowed to be changed to fit the color of the team Mm, yeah okay yep so um yeah the all black jersey usually is not all black because it might have some green on it for the world cup logo or something um and now they're able to use the white mono so they've done that on the all black and the french jersey you should um, probably point out the 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 Cox comment that you were <laughs> referring to with the with the with the French jerseys, the um 
the team logo and then also the supplier's kit supplier logo, yeah? Yes, Lecoq Sportif and then obviously the Rooster French Rugby Federation logo. Mm. Uh, we'll move on to the third team in Pool A, Italy, and I think this is the pick of the bunch from the pool. Um, really nice sort of wreath um, watermark on a, quite a strong blue. Really like the, the block, the pattern here. Um, that looks quite strong. Feature white trim on the, the sleeves, quite a thick um, panel there. Traditional collar with the, um, I quite like it, the really nice sort of white piping um, that goes around the neck, sort of creating a, a feature there. Is it a Henley? Has uh, it got a placket there? Is it actually got a, is it an open placket? It, it is. looks like. I don't mind that at all. I think Macron's done a pretty decent job with their templates at this World Cup. There's a few um, few kits that, you know, yet, yet to go through yet, but I'm actually really digging yeah. what they've got here. Now, I'm a big fan of the, the Macron rugby jerseys, and this, yeah, to me is probably my pick of, of their group as well for the World Cup. Mm. I don't love the wreath kind of design going through it but you know i, I get the execution yeah I, yeah, think... I sort of hope it's embossed yeah it's actually yeah you hope it's kind of woven into the kit itself right yeah rather than subbed on <clears throat> just going back a second sorry to kind of you know jump around a little bit the french french jerseys um I know we've we've spoken before, but it, it's very much Sydney Roosters, right? Like the colours, the rooster on the front, everything <laughs> else. Um, and maybe people don't actually realise that the, the the Sydney Roosters back in the day, whenever it was, the there were some players that went on tour for you know rugby league over in Europe, and they came across the the French team and actually liked, you know, they dig their vibe and actually. Right took a lot of the inspiration from the the French rugby and brought it back to the Sydney Roosters. I'm pretty sure it was at that time that Sydney Roosters became the Roosters. Um, I could be wrong. They may have had the Roosters there before, but definitely in you know incorporated a lot of what the French were doing into their look and feel. Yeah, right. No, that's yeah. interesting. I, I can definitely see that now. And then they've got that sort of, traditional secondary rooster logo don't they that looks quite similar to yep the one on the french jersey here yep all right yep sorry to throw you around but yeah back to it all good um yeah i think we can sort of say with the first three here the away jersey is just the exact opposite in white Mm. pretty much um so nothing much to talk about there and and with the all blacks as well how common is it for them to have a white version like i've never you know i've they, never they really always have one they obviously you know every team's got to have an away jersey um 2007 they tried a gray away jersey silver oh yes they, that's starting to ring some bells now yeah lost in the quarter final in that jersey their worst ever world cup performance so gray <laughs> is very much not liked in new zealand and it's never been gray since buried I think there was Dead even buried six feet under that jersey is. There is. Um, there was even some whinging uh, a couple of years ago 
the All Blacks played in France on a wet night in their white away jersey. And the jersey kind of had like a like a squared grid in the weave going through it. Okay, yes. Um, and behind the white in each grid, there was like a bit of black stitching. Yep. So when it got wet and when it got stretched, you could see the black and it looked very gray because obviously wet white and then... So people yep. had a massive wind about the jersey after that game <laughs> being great, but it's not. It's just a white jersey that was wet and stretched. <laughs> yeah. Burn it. Get it out of my sight. That's the one. PTSD. Uh, <laughs> oh, people hate it. Next up is Uruguay, and this is the first one where we can see the um, sort of standard color World Cup logo on the right chest with the red there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're a fan of this one, the sky blue with the statement white sort of V-neck with the straight V panel in there. Yeah, it is a bit of a bold um, bold design, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it, actually. I, I, I like the ambitious nature of it. For sure. I think this one, it's a nice evolution on the 2019 one, which I brought to your attention just before we started. Um, and they used that. Yeah, you told me you loved it. You said... It's... I did. At the time, it was one of the most popular oh, I did. <laughs> jerseys yeah. um, at the World Cup. It was such a surprise. And then they've carried the sort of sun graphic from their flag through to this jersey as well. And I think the execution looking at them both again and you were right the the execution is better on this one with the, the sort of lines going through the sun to sort yep. of take some weight out of it i think yep i love seeing all of the video promos as well like on one of the links that we will include there it does um you know there's a few that have the, the videos there and you I mean it's, it's fair to say what the marketing budgets of some of these teams definitely yeah. aren't as equal but um yeah it's still fun to to kind of have a look and and see what they're pushing out. For sure. I think the marketing budget for our next team, Namibia, is uh, quite small. <laughs> uh, before we do move on to them, have you yeah. heard of this, the kit supplier for these guys? Um, Flash, I think it is. Flash. You've no, heard of them um, before? Never, no. Um, not, in not 2019, they had this weird, uh, weird supplier too that – no one had ever heard of, and it took a long, a lot of snooping to find the company or, or like any replicas of the jersey. <laughs> yeah, I like. Um, I actually like the the yellow, what the away, the clash, whatever we're calling it. Um, it's, it's quite a bright in, in the video anyway. It is quite a bright color. Like you're not going to miss them. No, no, that uh, yellow. They sort of take that. A bit from that sun again, eh? And mm. um, yeah, really Rag- feature that on their aways. Raglan sleeve. It's probably fair to say, you know. Um, you, I know you. You don't. You're not a fan of them, but um, the very low cut raglans on those would be nice to kind of see them sitting a bit, bit higher. I think it defines the shoulders a bit more. Yeah. Um, but, but more yeah. of a sharper point. I think that there's a few jerseys like that in in this selection um and i think macron that's kind of why i'm a fan of theirs is the the raglan's much higher really sits, yeah. sits well on the shoulders and, and on the collarbone 
Nice thick cuffs. And yeah, that, that neckline, it's, it's unique. It's interesting. I do wonder if it'd be a little bit irritating, um, you know, looking at this yeah, the promo. Across the- yeah, the promo video, whether it needed to sit just a little bit lower. Um, but yeah, I actually quite like the high, you know, the high sitting collar as well. The, the, the collar seems to sit quite high along the neck of um, some of the players. But yeah. Bold, bold um, front kind of V shape there. Probably just a little bit too high. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice jersey there um, from a company that won't be getting much exposure and a team that you only see trot out every four years at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've gone two for two in recent World Cup jerseys, I think. So good on them. All right. Your next friends? Yeah, Namibia. Um, not really much to say here. They're blue with a red sort of graphic on the shoulder. Um, no real great marketing shots of it. There's a video of two players morphing in and out of each other. Um, reminds me of like, did you ever get The Mole over in New Zealand, that TV show, The Mole? Mm, nah, nah. No, but I sort of think I know the thing you're talking yeah, about. It was, yeah. it, was, it was, you know, kind of like a game you know, you know, 20, 21 part game show, like amazing race or something like that. But, you know, each, each um, contestant, you know, they had to do group challenges, except one of the contestants in the, um, in the group was a mole. So they were always trying to prevent the team from winning the, you know, the the pot of the pot of the reward and, you know, each reward they'd get, um, you know, each competition they'd get, you know, set amount of, money that they could go into the final champion prize and that the mole's job was to make them not get as much. Anyway, I, I kind of just look at this video from um, the marketing collateral there and it just reminds me yeah. of uh, two early 2000s um, I think it, promos. I think it is, like, upside, you know, promos aside, I think it is a nice enough jersey though. Um, the sort of darker blue side panel and then... Mm-hmm. The real like squared off red shoulder panel that yeah really accentuates the the collarbone and the shoulders. Um, neckline's nice. So and from BLK too, we must must point out. Mm, yes, uh, the once his his Majesty BLK who used to royal <laughs> the uh, rule the lands of the apparel <laughs> industry, particularly in rugby league, anyway, yes, and, and union. Um, and even AFL, I think, to some extent too, right? Um, now definitely much full from just like Robert Baratheon himself. Oh, you don't know Game of Thrones. Never mind. Um, fall, from, <laughs> fall from the Iron Throne, that BLK is. Uh, I actually think I like the Away or the Clash more, I think. The, you know, the clean white with, again, those thick cuffs in red um hmm. yeah the, the blue insert on the collar and then and the blue side on the side panel yeah. yeah i'd love to get some more info on what the the graphic was but it's hard with with teams like this did you have a look at the second link i put in of oh, namibia mate i did let me just go back to it though man thought it was the actual jersey actually <laughs> Comparing and contrasting their previous jersey with the current, the previous was sort of 
the more darker navy base that's used on the side panels of the new one with this interesting faded triangle graphic um, over all of it. And it's like a geometric type thing, eh? Yeah, I'm I'm quite a fan of that one as well. So kind these of these little teams coming in with the the big designs. Yeah, it does make you wonder whether that might have been just like a templated design, you know, stock yeah, design. Yeah. But it is a it is a nice one. Yeah, maybe a little bit of awkward put. Awkward placement of one of those triangles towards the bottom of the hem hemline there, but that was definitely something I um I made a mistake. Or well, I made a mistake early on in my career of um, doing some cycling jerseys for an accounting company that um, <laughs> branded them, you know, branded themselves as bean counters. So um, you know, had a lot of you know, string, you know, beans, like not, not like circular beans, but like your green beans. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that there was a supply of a few stock images that I could use to, to put on these Lycra cycling jerseys. And it just so happened that, um, the way that they were, the beans were placed in this stock image. There was one nice, really long, thick, juicy green <laughs> bean coming out the hemline, right where you can imagine <laughs> where it would have come Did from. I? Did I show you what I had to do last week? Um, I had to do some shorts for like a club rugby tour coming up. Um, And they had, I think I put seven sponsors on the shorts. Right. That's a lot of sponsors. Yes. I had the team logo on the, you know. Front left. front, Front left, front right, whatever it was. The dynasty logo on the opposite. I had two logos on the sides, on each side of the shorts. Two so stacked, logos on each side, yep. Yeah, stacked on top of each other. Um, then there was two on the lower back where you'd yep. expect them to be. Where your hamstrings are, yep. Yep. And then, so, two, so sorry, two on each leg or one on each leg? One on each hamstring. leg at the back okay. lower and then yep. two each on the sides. So there yep. was three on each leg there plus the team logo on dynasty yeah. on the front so so and far that's eight eight logos yeah there was meant to be a back a center back logo which is coming into league and rugby quite a lot now mm-hmm. across the the sort of rear um and then there was also going to be one on the front what so right <laughs> across your genitalia but the kicker was this logo was a plumber's logo so it was a leaking tap into a puddle no way. on the front I was like, are we doing this? I, uh, I emailed the sales rep and I'm like, I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> we can't be putting this logo of a leaking tap on the front of some shorts, mate. That is gold. I love it. That is so good. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Next some, team. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, I suppose, just on that, like, it's, it's, it's good exercise to. I guess always get another pair of eyes to look over either the instructions or what you've worked on to um, to see if there's anything that you've kind of missed, particularly with these type of obscure ones where it's you know slightly a left of field. Um, yeah, you're looking you know, at it all day, and someone it, immediately looks at it and, and picks something straight away. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I you know I've could have looked at that pile of beans for days on end and not think anything else <laughs> of it, it, but um yeah leaky taps mm. <laughs> might need to go see the doctor mate 
yeah, you got a bit I of a drip. I was like, <laughs> uh, not appropriate, <laughs> especially on, I don't know, that's probably a teenager's rugby tour as well. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dodgy. All right, what's next? Next is the world champions, South Africa, the defending champs, uh, back with Nike after about 20 years. I think the last time they had Nike was sort of 2003, 2004 mm. World Cup. Um, and South Africans are loving this jersey. Real classic design with the sort of traditional collar there, gold collar, gold bands on the arms, and then um, like a two-tone green with vertical stripes, um, solid green. And then the collar's got interesting detail on it where um, there's the sort of flag colors on the underside of the collar. There, um, I'll quickly put a link in. Yeah, yeah. To South Africa for you. Interesting so the image there. Placement of that uh, the night the swoosh on on the home. So it's quite low. Yeah, it sits low in in the middle of that gripper there. Eh? Uh yeah. And I thought they weren't allowed sponsors, right? Sorry, we didn't really oh, touch on that at the start. Yeah, this will but... be updated for for the World Cup. Um, oh, okay. They've been sporting yeah, this. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just so released this year and they'll just um, sort out the logos for the World Cup. What dodgy links have you included? Ah, yep, here we go. Cool. <laughs> See, on the collar, um, Stronger Forever written inside, then the, the yellow fold over of gold. Uh, and then on the sort of inner collar underneath the fold is sort of the flag detailing. Um, mm. Geometric pattern looks really nice under there. Um, so a real nice detail on the collar. Very traditional Springbok jersey, and, and the South Africans, as far as I can see, are absolutely loving it. What do you? What is the? You, you notice on the home, you know, we've got the yep. two the two tone. Actually, that repeat that repeated pattern seems to feature on the bottom of the hem too. Did you yeah. say that? Did I ignore you then? Sorry. No, no I didn't say that. But yes, <laughs> okay. it does. Um, yeah, on the, on this home jersey, it looks like. Can you just see like above the where the logo sit on the chest, just a little bit above that? It looks like the pattern kind of restarts itself near where the. Yeah, the there's a little weird, like, straight line there, eh? I don't know. Well, why do you wonder what that is? Can't quite pick out what it is. Um, might be. wonder might if it's just, just be, the render. It might, it might even just, yeah, the render or, like, the, um, you know, the, the thing inside the shirt to bulk it up for marketing shots if it's a real shirt sort of thing. Oh, it's a ghost mannequin. And so yeah. it's, yeah, we're actually looking at, you know, the flash of the photography has kind of brought it through. That's, yeah. Mate, look at you go. This ain't your first rodeo, is it? Sort of know what I'm talking about sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great jersey. Um, again, me being me, I'd love to see it with set-in sleeves. I think that would make it better. It's got that sort of low-cut um, raglan again. I know that's best for, for movement with players' arms and, and biceps and stuff, but I think, yeah, very it's nice jersey, but... I would love to see it in a sedan. It's not the lowest cut raglan going around. No, not the worst, but it's a very um it's like a classy but it's kind of got a bold statement about it too, I feel. 
Like, you know, you know, when we talk about some of the all black designs, just clean black jersey with, you know, just some small detailing and it's just like, mm-hmm. we're intimidating as F, right? Like yeah, yeah. I kind of get that vibe from this too. Um, even just looking at the stronger forever text, it's, it's you, I don't know whether you can see it there, but it's an unusual font choice. Like there's yeah, nearly the glyphs in there. Crossed off and the R's got the the sort of underline, the T, the double dash across. and Is that a, lo- do you know if that's like some sort of local referencing or something like that, that font, or is it just uh, a stylized decision? I haven't read anything about it. Um, yeah. The sort of marketing just says it has the phrase stronger forever in the collar. Um, so it doesn't yeah. mention any reasoning behind the, the font or anything. If anyone knows, yeah, please reach out. Let us know. I'm quite interested in that. Yeah. Could be some sort of, more indigenous sort of style art. Uh, and interestingly, just I think you'll remember we spoke about the rugby jersey, clash jersey laws sort of changing soon. So the color blindness of red versus green and stuff. Um, and they're sort of going the way of football and that it has to be a light versus dark. So uh, there's rumors South Africa might not actually be able to wear their home jersey that much at the World Cup. Um, they've they've got to play um, Tonga in red Uh, and then the sort of notes and the rules also say that if they play New Zealand or France in the quarterfinals the the draw will determine whether the Springboks can wear their home or away Mm. Um, and both All Blacks and and Springbok sort of higher ups are very against this. You know, you might never see the All Blacks versus the Springboks in black and green again. Doesn't or, make sense to me. No, Scotland and Springboks and green and navy. Um, I know, you know, if anyone watching, if everyone's experience watching can be improved by having colours they can see themselves. Um, Sh- but sure. also... <laughs> You're looking at 99% of other people who can see it and want the traditional, um, the time-honored traditions, you know, you don't want to be lost in the game. I just think like, surely we live in a, an age where technology can solve this. Like, you, like you're saying, the, 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 the vast majority of people, this isn't going to affect or, um, you know, have any have any effect on yet we're changing all of the rules for these for the for this minority when there's probably an option you know that you could implement via you know, the screens or whatever it is to i don't know you know i could be talking out of school here but i just think with with the way technology is now surely there's something via tv you know transmission that you could you know adjust the colors of the jerseys to suit like we can get bloody digital advertising on a on a field that doesn't exist there like surely there's a way yeah. that the, the colors can be altered and interpreted with a with an option to view it in um more color friendly contrast mode or something. yeah 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 that's, you know. a, that's a good point and probably something that could be done in the near future um interestingly the, the sort of stats presented along this story um Colorblindness affects 11 out of 12 males and 199, sorry, 
you know, 11 out of 12 males, it doesn't affect, but 199 out of 200 females. So very big disparity there between colorblindness and mm. the sexes. Um, now, South Africa's away jersey. This is where we get into something a bit different. Mm-hmm. The marketing spin for it um, says it's all to do with the nature of Springboks and South Africa and whatever. Same shit you always hear. Um, but it's a white <laughs> and teal ge- geometric design. Uh, two-tone teal there with sort of yeah, rotated squares into diamonds and um, got that sort of South African you know vibe to it that um the more you know the kwazulu natal kind of not the africana vibe but the mm-hmm. yep the native south africans yep um fantastic jersey i think they've had some cool away ones recently and um yeah i hope we do get to see this just once um i want to see them playing in their traditional but get to see that on the field would be pretty cool yeah, these colors are great. Uh, I just, I think, I don't, I don't know where the Pantone's done, you know, a color of the year that's in this tone, but I feel like it's about time that, you know, <laughs> a, a, this type of color is out there. I think it's so on trend at the moment. Um, you know, probably the, the, the sleeve color versus some of the lighter and darker tones that are featured in the main panels. Um, I love just the, the color combination, that kind of mint mint green and then the more darker teal and then that aqua aquamarine again we've got the strong um thick cuffs on the sleeves which i just think just works so well for rugby um and yeah it's it's interestingly a different collar so we're going with a more round rounded collar versus the the button-up traditional style of the home Mm. which i think it's becoming more common design doesn't it yeah, yep. Rather than a traditional collar on that. Yeah, and they've decided to bring the the Nike swoosh up in line with the logos on this away now that there's not that placket there um, and the grip seem, you know, the gel gel um, grip seems to go all the way across. Uh, yeah, great design. does yep. have a little bit more of a festive type feel to it, so it'll be good to see um, out on the field. I guess if, one on. thing with this I'd love to see is um, the logos monotoned into those colors as well, um, or maybe even in just black. Yeah, it's probably a uh, fair call, actually. I don't know the kit requirements of a Rugby World Cup, but if they're allowed to or not. But Well, yeah. actually, that's a good point. Like you said, the 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 country or the club club's crest needs to go on the left chest you've got your your manufacturer supplier in the middle and then it needs to be the world cup logo on the right so yeah. you know the images that we're looking at now has got sponsors on the front sternum which we know um they can't have so you know potentially it could be that the ones that they feature at the world cup do have mono logos yes could change um and the springbok generally goes onto the left sleeve for the world cup jerseys uh, and also in their pool is another green team, Ireland. And I know you want to talk about some technology with this one. Um, uh, I have nothing to say. The big <laughs> spiel is uh, it's made out of recycled material and it's the most technically advanced canary jersey of all time. And 
whoa, it's made out of recycled material. Literally everyone does that. So I don't know if that's a marketing ploy for the pro teams anymore. I think you'll find it's the Vaop Dry Plus Adaptive and Quick Drying Technology, a bonded Whoa. elastic and flat-locked collar for strength, laser-cut holes for breathability, silicon logos, and curved form for comfort that makes it Canterbury's most advanced jersey. I've never heard of any of that before. No one has ever done silicon badges or laser-cut holes, so that's pretty impressive. Not for breathability. <laughs> Um, I think the uh, marketing tagline is Island Goes Green as well for the whole recycled stuff. Uh, and it is a lighter green than they've been using recently, more in line with the early 2000s green, um, which has taken a bit of flack in Ireland. Uh, and they've also used the full color World Cup logo with the red there as well on the home. Yeah, I tell you what, Ireland's going to need a bit, a bit of luck to trying selling these at retail because mm. I can't see them flying off the shelves. A, um, Ireland, interestingly, have never made it past the quarterfinals of a World Cup either, but they are ranked number one in the world. They're uh, ranked number in, one. They are ranked number one going into this World Cup. So it It's is not their... the All Blacks. Mate, we're fourth. We suck. What the hell happened? The All Blacks are rubbish. We just got so slapped. You, we just lost. We are just literally on the weekend. We had our biggest ever loss, 28 points. A hundred and whatever years, 120 years of rugby, never lost by more than 21 points. I've been saying for years, Nick, to you that they need to get a new coach. And I know you disagreed with me. I know you, yeah, you yeah, weren't. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was the guy, you know, old <laughs> Ian Foster. <laughs> How do you 28 points? How do you even concede 28 points when you're the All Blacks, let alone lose by it? Honestly. Should have gotten rid of Roger. Yeah, he's just swanning around playing for Auckland, who lost to Manawa too for the first time since 1981 yesterday. So I've had a bad week. Mm. How do you lose to Manawa too? That's a play, part of New Zealand that like, doesn't even have enough people to field a rugby team. I don't Come on. know. Anyway, I've touched this jersey. I've gone and had done some of my research and Ooh. seen the replicas, and I'll be um, Could you get permission? honest in saying that, I, like we're saying, it's not a great design for fans to buy. I don't think they're getting value for money on the replica either. Okay. Um, the, the bonded collar... You know when elastic kind of like gets all curvy and stuff? Yes. After yes. a few washes and, and stretches and stuff, this bonded collar was already looking like that in store before anyone had even worn it. Okay. Um, the material, very light, so probably good for a replica. Um, you don't want to be sweating while watching the game. Um, but, yeah, there's there's not much to it. Silicon Ireland will be... If they haven't made the quarterfinals, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this jersey, the real thing doesn't look great. The replica, having touched it and, and sort of, you know, had a look inside and out, it's not great either. So we can move on to Macron. So uh, another good jersey. Let's do it. Scotland, uh, the sort of same block as the earlier one we looked at Italy with a different neckline though um, I know you're a fan of the neckline I think it's a little bit sort of soft and did I say thin that? did yeah, I say you that did. you definitely did <laughs> I, I heard it Craig um, can we wind the tape back 
their, their <laughs> usual dark navy and then tartan side panels. So um, a nice jersey, I think, uh, although I'd probably change that neckline up a little bit. I think it's okay uh, when it's on tone with the main pa- panel of the jersey itself. I don't think it works or it's a bit too, you know, we talk about bold. I think it's a bit mm. too bold for for the away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's a great template, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it looks like those side panels slightly cut in forwards along the hips, as, like the hip bone as well. Yeah, which is... it comes slightly forward and then there's like a seam across the back too. Yeah, well. okay, yeah. Um, I... So it carries over. I really like the uh, tartan finish in the side panels there. I think it's um, a really nice yeah application um and then i probably isn't as strong featured in the bands on the away or clash um yeah i nearly wonder whether it might have been too much to put it on the home as well but uh yeah i I think it's a nice clean design either way yeah for sure Um, this is is another one i've sort of thrown on and tried in store and um yeah, Macron use a real nice material for their replicas. Um, interestingly, though, all of Macron's replicas have embroidered logos rather than silicon we're seeing on mm-hmm. some of the other teams. I know yeah, Scotland's probably Macron's biggest team, so are the numbers there for silicon? I don't know. Cost, numbers, yeah. um, desire for it. Like we know in the local market with the NRL, a lot of the... A lot of the fans weren't actually a fan of the the silicon badges on on some of the kits done previously, right? So, might be yeah. one of those things. It's just it's just not a rugby thing. Who knows? Yeah, I know. Sort of in conversations we've had that um, some of our Kiwi teams sort of see like a heat heat seal transfix kind of finish more appealing than a. And embroidery as well, which which I found very interesting. So say what? Yeah, different cultures with their different preferences. Um, so, so hang so hang on, just a standard heat seal. Yeah, is is what, more preferable than an embroidery? That's what I've sort of been told by some of our Kiwi team about what the Kiwi team is like. So oh, yeah, wow, interesting. Okay. <laughs> he New Zealanders. Crazy things. <laughs> um, Subaru. 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 I think um, we'll quickly jump over the next few um, yep. just so we can move things along. But Tonga, um, traditional Tongan pattern sublimated in on the front, a uh, bit darker, sort of red shoulder panels um, on their standard red and um, with the new laws, they've got quite a strong team going into this competition with ex-All Blacks and ex-Wallabies who okay. are now allowed to change teams. So should be Tonga's best World Cup. Um, and Romania, I actually quite like their home jersey. Um, mm. Very bold yellow with sort of Romanian triangular designs on the sleeves, one sleeve red, one sleeve navy. Um, I'd sort of like to see the, the neckline sort of um, there's a thin piping that goes around the neckline and then continues down the front almost, which I don't know if it's necessary, but what I would like to almost see is the Romanian rugby logo and half of the collar in red 
uh, and then you get the real split down the, the middle of red and blue from the sleeves. What would you do with the Macron logo? Half Ideally, and half, half and half. It. <laughs> I don't know if they'd like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think um, and the, the away jersey is that as well. It's actually very strong with the, the white and then the just the navy graphics on the sleeve uh, with a bit of red and gold in there. Um, so, again, Macron uh, coming up with some, some good stuff here. It is. is it, I know. I know you want to move things along a bit quicker, but the artwork on this one is actually really quite impressive. It's a. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind like of like that, a pixel art. It's almost like that knitted Christmas jumper kind of look too, with the like steps yeah. up the triangles. Yeah. Eight. What do they call it? Is it eight bit or something like that? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, it, like you know, in the spiel, as you said, it, it's it harkens back to to traditional. Um, uh techniques uh or art styles but yeah it's i can see um yeah yeah the typical appeal for it. geometric designs found on traditional romanian fabrics and clothing yeah so, yeah I, apart from the neckline which is a little bit weird at the front with how it the the trim comes down past the front of the shirt mm. um i quite like these and it's like honestly fangs. <laughs> Could be on the list for a purchase. <laughs> oh, okay. Very well. Next up, um, Pool C, the first team in Pool C, Wales. Another Macron team, their home. I'm not the biggest fan of that sort of contrast maroon side panel on the red jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but fair. their way jersey, I think, is where they succeed. They're very... Strong black with with yellow trim and a similar collar to the Italian one, uh, and mono logos here as well. So, the black base with the gold um, flower things they use. I think that's a winner. Yeah, I Wales traditionally just have the red jersey, right, with the white yeah, collar. Like think- that's a quite a traditional thing for them, isn't it? Yeah, pretty pretty much red. Occasionally you get a bit of green in there. Mm. Um, and then they tend to play around a little bit with the away jersey with whites and greens and then the black and gold or black and highlighter yellow here. Yeah. Um, and then I'm wearing one of Wales's jerseys myself and it's like a charcoal grey with maroon trim. So uh, another one of their away jerseys from the past. Under Armour, that one. Yes. Um yeah, the home just has that very traditional rugby look about it, like just a strong, thick white collar, um, you know, with, with a single color base almost. Apart yeah. From the side yeah. 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 The, there's a bit of a cross feature in their way as well. Um, is that subbed or is that woven in somehow? I'm not, not entirely sure. Can you see that there? Yeah, um, I, I can't tell from the images, but it. I'd, I'd suggest it's probably somehow in the weave. Yeah, I, 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 it could be sub, but it seems interesting. If they were, if it was sub, they'd sort of have to have that color material of the cross and then sub the black on it almost. Mm, yeah, so I'm not sure if anyway. that's the answer they've gone for. And the uh, potential winners up next. 
the potential winners. Hey, there's 20 teams. 20 <laughs> teams have a chance to win. Next up, Australia. Not Ireland. The media hates Eddie Jones. He had told them to uh, give themselves an uppercut before he jumped on the flight to France. So, um, yeah, Australian media has, media has to go and uppercut themselves, apparently. Um, very negative around the Wallabies. And um, Eddie was just saying, just, just tell us we're rubbish. So, um, yes, he's uh, deflecting off the pressure from his team, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we spoke about these in the original sort of touch on them we did, and I'm a little, little bit of a fan of these jerseys. I think the yellows, again, a little bit too orange. But as we know, that's the Wallabies colour going forward, and the toilet seat collar doesn't look terrible on this, even in the contrast green. Um, I think the banding, the thick bands, really complement that pretty well, and it's looked good on field so far. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? When I think we first came across it was on the Broncos home, is that right? And the neckline itself was white, which, you know, definitely helped um, induct its name, the the toilet seat in there, whereas it's not as polarising when it's locked up this way, is it? I mean, we know ASICs have a, a tradition of coming up with really unique thick, bold collars. We've seen it for the last few years um, and, you know, the Wallabies have been no exception to that. But it, you're right, it doesn't, it, well, particularly in this photo anyway, it doesn't look that bad. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there a bit of um, backlash with the white jersey as well and and there was word that, you know, Rugby Australia weren't going to, in fact, wear it? I think that was a part of the the colorblind color clash thing as well, where yeah. they were going to have to wear the white away with indigenous patterning down the the sleeve and side panel. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that was sort of overturned, and now they will be able to wear the gold most of the time. And it's only, I guess, if they somehow come up against Romania, which won't happen, um, that, that they might have to have a change. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's likely that we won't actually see that white jersey played at all. Um, I think you will see it just because it's indigenous, so they'll pull it out for some game. Um mm-hmm. just to get it on the field and <clears throat> I know tick tick the box sounds wrong, but you know what I'm I'm saying? Yep, get for sure. Indigenous design on the field. Yep. So I, I think you will see it. Um but it won't be against Fiji, whose jersey their traditional white with a black traditional fold over collar again. That seems to be the theme of this World Cup. Yep. And their tribal designs down a sort of side panel that pinches together um, about halfway down the side. God, it's good. God, it's good. <laughs> the black, the collar's really strong on this, eh? Yep. You can't go wrong with black and white a lot of the time too. And then when you're, you know, including some of those traditional design elements in a, in a um, complementary way, like you said, down those side panels there, it just works. Love that um, flying Fijians is like officially their name too on their logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, was it you that was telling me that the, the New Zealand rugby changed their logo to just yes. be the, yeah. Yeah. So that's why you don't see the Wallabies logo on the Wallabies jersey. It's on the um, sleeve, yeah. Yeah, 
because they have to have their sort of proper coat of arms um, for the World Cup. So obviously the Fijian Rugby Union has adopted the Flying Fijians as their official logo, which uh, so cool, so like on brand for, for well, the Fijians. Well, you say that, but maybe not, mate, because... Oh, no, sorry, I, I stand corrected. There's two images there, and one of those images does feature the um, the World Cup actual ones there. So, yeah, yeah. ignore that. Um, give us your thoughts on the away. Very Fijian flair. Um, black base with very bold red. Uh, palm? Flaxy, palmy. Yeah, palms, yeah. that's what yeah. you'd say. And then the statement red shorts. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're photoshopped a little bit. I don't reckon they're as vibrant as that marketing collateral there suggests. No, it'll be the same colour as the the shirt, right? Surely. Yeah, which you're right, it is still quite bold and vibrant, isn't it? Um, gosh, it's very FIFA World Cup. Um, Nigeria? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the, the level of, uh, um, like you said, out there out there-ness. I can't think of a yeah. better word for it right at the moment. Um, I don't hate it, to be honest. I, I, I like it. Um, I, yeah, the jersey's fine. I think as a kit I would prefer black shorts, but if you're going to make a statement, like you probably can't have such a bold design on, on the jersey itself as well. But Yeah, and I guess it is one of those things like where we're talking about FIFA World up a lot more teams take their away jersey as a bit more of a you know out there type of design whereas i've found you know with the rugby world cup there's not many teams that have adopted that way of thinking like the the away is still very rugby still traditional traditional. Yeah. yeah yeah like you've got a couple here with with south africa and again fiji a little bit with romania um, but yeah, still a very traditional sport. Mm. I like it. I definitely like it. It reminds me a lot of, you know, some social team designs that yeah, I've done yes. in the past, you know, like beach volleyball, or beach netball or something like that. Yeah. Touch football teams. Um, yeah, it's definitely bringing back some of those memories, but and yeah. Again, like I say, I think that's on brand for Fiji, you know, like the barefoot playing in the park on the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, absolutely. Um, there, so um, yeah, Fiji always has some fun designs. Um, two more Macron ones to sort of finish off Pool C. Uh, two red-based teams, Portugal and Georgia. Georgia, real up-and-comers at the moment in rugby. Um, have some some very big and burly men in the forts. Those Eastern Europeans. So gotcha. Um, yeah, red red base for them with sort of navy flatlock stitching. Um and their whatever their logo swirl is <laughs> covering yeah. most of the jersey. Apparently the, the trim's purple, not navy. Um and then the away's the sort of white version with the, the navy trim as well. Yeah, it can kinda of, it's like a plum type colour. Yeah. A bit much for me, I must admit. Like, I know we we've just talked up this Macron template, but I think the 
I think you keep the, the contrasting, the yeah, the contrasting flatlock seams has probably just gone a bit overboard for me. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, apparently, the the design on the front's a, a vine shoot. Uh, Georgia known as one of the oldest wine producers in the world, so that's their, oh, okay. their logo. You can sort yeah, of right. see sort of vines, like flower details in their vines and leaves and stuff. Um, so quite a cool execution of that as a graphic. Oh yes, I can see the detail more now. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah, kind of like a repeating pattern in a way, but follows yeah. the path of the. Yeah, all right. The logo. Good to see it's not cut off by the logo, and it's just a mask. Good to see it sort of organically follows the. Yeah, yeah. It even looks like it goes over into the sleeves a little bit too. Yeah, very interesting for. All right. Uh, layout purposes, matching up those two graphics, a place yeah. place graphic, which is particularly on a raglan sleeve like that too. Yeah, no, very much um, value for money in the replica. If there's, you know, a, a place graphic that matches up perfectly across scenes, rather than your just all over yeah. print, which you can sort of do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Portugal. I think this is another winner. In the cup so far, another Macron one, um, kind of that checkerboard Croatia look in in red and a darker tone of red, green trim around the sleeves and the gold badging. Uh, and in the checkerboard, there's sort of their shield coat of arms, crusty thing <laughs> in a cross as well. Good technical. Um, <laughs> Portugal. Yeah. Los Lobos, apparently. They're called. What does that mean? I don't know. What is Os Lobos? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, that little shield thing's on their flag, anyway. Yeah, I like both of these designs. Um, the checker thing's never fully done it for me, but you know, I I get that it works a lot of the time, um, and you know, a lot of people resonate with it. I do like the effect that they've applied on the sleeves of the home as well. I can't tell if it's on the away where it's kind of got that linear um uh that, that, that kind of linear stylized effect in there too um you know, yeah. darker shades in there neckline's cool um i like the the contrasting red and green on the clash um around the neck and on the sleeve cuffs um i think we talked up Portugal with the FIFA kits as well last year. Um, we really liked, you know, what they'd come up with. I think they just that was the the diagonal across. I think yeah, I think that's right. And strong, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And I really like the the gold on red application here. Um, the logos, yeah. Of the logos, yeah. It's it's so good to see like the World Cup logo mono now, and it can just match across the across the jersey for teams with you know all mono logos. Looks super clean. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Los Lobos is the Wolves, so that's cool. Neat. Apparently, they are the Wolves, the Portuguese Wolves. I dig it. Final pool, uh, pool D. Oh, we're nearly there. The weakest pool of the. Tournament, maybe? Big maybe statement. Pool C, maybe Pool D. Um, Wales, Australia, England, not at the top of their game at the moment. 
tell that to uh, Eddie. <laughs> the top probably five teams in the world are all on one side of the draw, so <laughs> we'll lose half of them by the quarterfinals. Um, yeah, we'll start with England. Uh, very much back to their roots with the home jersey, I think. It's basically just white with some sort of interesting textured gripper. Uh, I don't think mm. you'll get that on the replica, so you sort of lose that feature. Um, nice little sort of hemline to sort of jagged edge, front higher than the back on the or on both, and then their ways are dark navy with the red gripper, red trim on the sleeves, and a sort of lighter navy geometric pattern, almost like that sort of Iron Man armor on the front. Yeah. Um, don't know if these are great winners for me. I, I like the classiness of the white. It looks quite good, you know, but really there's nothing to it. It's just a bit of a white T-shirt. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Um, yeah, nothing really too noteworthy to say that you haven't already covered other than I suppose just that gripper on the, the Navy base one. It does have like a red tint to it, doesn't it? Um, mm. Which is interesting. It's not something that I've seen too much before. I wonder, um, yeah, I might actually have a look into that a little bit more. Um, uh, just quickly give me a second to check here. On the replica, you, you'd be stupid if you didn't sub that as a, mm. or, you know, sub it as a feature on the replica. Um, and actually it does look like, yeah, it is a sub design on the replica. So um, yeah, okay. good on them for carrying that over. Maybe it's looks, subbed on these. Looks like, could be, yeah. It looks like the um, Away actually has the sort of, that little pattern as well. So. Yep. Maybe I'm not giving them as much credit as they deserve. Okay. Um, another thing I'd probably look at is you've got the World Cup logo in navy on the home, the umbra and red, and then the red rose. Why not just have them all red? Yeah. Um, I hear. Round the round. Knocked my uh, headphones out again. By the oh way, just God. <laughs> you probably you you know what you've probably disabled your backup. Remember that happened once before. <laughs> Come no, on, Craig. Okay, good, good. Good work. Um, yeah, the neck, the neck's probably a little bit thick too on those uh, English ones. So it's yeah, quite I think a on thick the round neck. Notice as much, eh? No. Uh, on the away, it's probably yeah too much of a of a difference. Uh, next up, Japan, who have come out with basically the same jersey as 2019. Um, updated block there, pattern, updated collar, and, and the sleeve graphics been changed up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But they've got that very sort of um, robotic, you know, Japanese-looking stripes, you know, the, the Japanese version of hoops. Yep. Kind of looking like armor down the front and then within the stripes and the um what well, within the, the hoops you've got sort of japanese traditional artwork the sort of wave patterns and flowers and cherry blossoms and and all that yeah it's in both colors yeah like it's yeah like it 
um, looks like there are elements that carry across the design, yeah. the entire hoop, all of the hoops, and then there are elements that kind of stick to certain. Yeah, uh, it's not quite a. It almost is an all-over print, isn't it? And it just sort of goes over the, the red and the white. Um, this one again, I've had a look in store at the replica and tried it on, and um quite a nice fit in the shoulders on the replica the the body's a bit sort of flares out from the, Boxy, the yeah. lower at the bottom so yeah probably improve the fit a little bit the collar and the material on this was different to the island one um and the collar seemed to hold up better okay didn't quite have those wrinkles in it yet um and then if you look in the show notes i've shared with you an image of an absolute uh i don't know he's a the logo the silicon badge he's, he's a, so he's a confused look how thick that is yeah that's it a... was honestly a good six or seven mil deep the but, uh silicon cherry blossom on the looks the like a bit of, there. bit of fondant that you'd get on a cake that you could just it like does, bite yeah. into yeah <laughs> It was absolutely yeah, right. huge when I looked at it. Um, the navy on it, I think, is sort of a, like a woven fabric. Oh, it's yes. Bonded on, and then the silicon cherry blossoms and leaves on top. On top of Honestly, that. it was huge, the thickness of it. Did you like it? I did. I was very much considering getting one, but the fit just didn't quite, the boxiness of the bottom didn't yeah, quite okay. look right. Needed it enough. Does- five centimeters extra length or two centimeters taken out in the width. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause the images online don't really show the boldness of that, that silicon badge. badge do they? No. Yeah. Nah, there's no sort of close up of, of it. You just imagine playing in that. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether it would bother them or not. It's hard to tell. No. It's very, um, very Power Rangers-esque, this yeah. jersey. Like, I feel like they had some really great elements happening here, but they, you know, probably really could have toned it down and had a much more elegant design or overall design jersey to work with. Yeah, it's interesting that they've stuck with this design because it's very much the same as... Um, 2019 um so they basically had the same design for a good five years or so now um so and when you go on the canterbury website and you do the whole like design your own put colors into jerseys thing yes um this design is on there and it's literally called japan hoops so Uh, okay obviously (laughs) there is a reason they're carrying it over and it is like the the japan version of of the must, traditional hoop must be pretty popular or something like that mm. for to continue or maybe they've decided this is their iconic look yeah that they're going to stick with know, japan have rocketed up in the rugby world and rankings in the last five years so uh why not the sun wolves finally getting some kudos uh, for all of their efforts they don't even exist anymore <laughs> mm. Shame. Another, um, I guess, interesting little thing on the Japan jersey is on the back, the artwork's the same but flipped. So the, the curves go the other way 
Ah, yeah, okay. Well, not flipped because the widest hoop is still at the top. Yes. But it goes the other way. So they're all flipped kind of individually. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, move on to Argentina, who pretty much have the same jersey they've had for the last four or five years as well. The Iconic. white standard hoops. Uh, the only real difference between this and... Uh, their last jersey basically is a change from set into raglan sleeves. Okay. Um, so not a huge amount to talk about. Um, iconic Argentina rugby design. So you can't. And a classic design too. Can't complain, yeah. Uh, and then the away's got a bit of a story to it. Um, so a bit of a unusual rugby jersey and the sash there, the navy base with the white sash and red cuffs and neckline um don't often see a sash in rugby but it relates back to the 19th century military uniforms of argentina okay um so they were wore sort of navy jackets with a white belt almost you know that yep. old school belt looking thing and then they had red shoulder pads ish kind of looking things um, some of the military leaders, so quite a cool little story that they've they've used there. Um, the Granaderos, who were led by national hero Jose de San Martin, uh, liberated the country from Spanish rule. So very cool. Yeah, I, I definitely love the fact that it ties back to you know history of the country, the story. Hmm. Um, I think Kit I think you quite s- like this one. I I'm not the biggest fan of it. I would yeah. prefer the the sleeves and cuff, the cut sleeve cuff and the neckline to be navy. But again, now that I've sort of know the story, I can see exactly why it's been done this way. Yeah, and when you sent this through, I think this came. This actually came out a fair few weeks ago, didn't it? We all had a bit of a conversation off air about it between us uh and i thought at the time that the design would go a lot better if it was a set in sleeve because that sash could you know go up the shoulder mm. a little bit more uh and i probably still stand by that statement but to be honest i don't dislike it like i i don't think it's as bad as what i originally thought having it as yeah. a raglan it's definitely um one that gotten a lot of positive feedback so um i guess they're onto a winner there yeah um, even if it's not our pick of jerseys uh and two teams to finish us off two of the the smaller boys uh samoa and chile chile's first ever world cup uh and samoa who again have got a lot of repatriated players so they'll have a good world cup um mm-hmm. pretty standard for them they're sort of bold blue white detail in the v-neck collar uh and then they've got their little bird tribal feature design thing going up the sleeves and up the side panel yep um again embroidered logos on the replica that i saw The neck, the, I don't mind the neckline actually. 
I definitely prefer it more in the home than the away, just that little white finish versus a, mm. the, the darker finish. Um, yeah, it's nice and clean. I'd probably that? like the neckline to be a little bit sort of a wider V, flatten the V out a bit maybe. Do you? And then maybe make the seam line vertical maybe. Don't know. That would yeah. be my, my feedback on the neckline maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just personal preference. There would be no... Yeah. No benefits to it performance wise. <laughs> yeah. Nice thick um cast as we've you know spoken about a yeah. few times. Um yeah. I don't know, mate. I yeah, I I think it quite works. Um it's interesting that the the photos that I'm looking at here, which is on the, the Twitter account, the um the raglan on the away seems to line up with the the change you know the the change in the v in the neckline so it's from you know from a manufacturing point of view you know that's kind of your marker where where it would kind of um be all sewn together oh it's subbed sorry on the on the away it's not right to the seam though the blue Uh, Why would you not just have that as a blue piece of material? Why I think you... it is. I think it is. I nah, think that I doesn't go to the seam. It's about five or oh, seven or eight mil off, I reckon. Uh, are we looking at the same picture? Surely. <laughs> you're looking on the you're looking on the Twitter. Um, the Look third the the image third? of the awaken on its own alternate yeah. shirt. Yeah, and to what are you that, looking at specifically? To me, that blue. V doesn't go right to the seam of the of the the V neck. You're talking going in out. If you start so, at the V in the middle and you're working your way yeah, out, yeah. If you start the V out yeah. to where the seam is, where it cuts yeah. off the blue, I yeah. would say the blue doesn't actually touch the seam. It's like six mil, seven mil off. What I think actually Why happens is, that? I think it's an extra piece of fabric that's going over the top. So I actually yeah. think there's three pieces of fabric there. You've got your royal blue, and then you've got the you've got a, a small panel oh, that I it's think like a, it goes over. The, it's like tape. It's, it's like it's a tape. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. nearly like tape. And then, um, then you've got the main piece of the neckline that wraps around the back of the neck there. So yeah, so the, and just the outside of that tape looked more like obvious a, than the inside. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so, yeah, that's what I was saying. Then, like the 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 line of the raglan seam um, seems to line up with where that tape kind of sits. So, from a construction yeah. point of view, it looks like that's that's part of how it would all get put together. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't mind the fabric of these two. Um, it's hard yeah. to really it's hard to really tell, but Macron's fabric is quite. Especially on the like the player version that you can buy, so the mm-hmm. kind of the authentic. Yep, it's almost kind of got a bit of a wetsuit vibe to it. Yes, I can Quite see that. Thick and like, you know, you can like squish it together as if it's a bit of a sponge, and then it'll pop back out. Yep. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like. 
Macron's materials and what they've been doing, obviously, from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's uh, particularly they're, they're good in rugby, right? Like, yeah, I think that's yeah. probably just something to, you know, applaud them for. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's give him a pass. And the last ones? Chile. Um, their first World Cup. So good on Los Condores. The Condors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their kits are supplied by Umbro. Uh, the home is a red-based kit with a sort of wing graphic in there. Um, I think I gave you a second link there. Yep, Canada. Um, yeah, with... You can sort of see a, a repeating pattern of a sort of feathery wing graphic. It's quite geometric, though, mm-hmm. um, angling down the front panel at a 45-degree angle. Uh, and then I think they're subbed um, trim on the sleeves. The blue, I don't think that's a separate piece by the look of the sort yeah. of bigger image we have. Yeah. Um, so it looks like a, a subbed sleeve with a... Cut big blue cuff um, there, and then uh, blue side panel as well. So the home is a jersey. I think the away though is where they've sort of tried to push the boat out and had a bit of fun, and I think they've succeeded. Yeah, I don't love them, but I I can see the appeal. Um, just to yeah. quickly explain their way, it's white base with a blue and red, I guess you could call it a feather graphic, but um, very different to the home and starts at the left shoulder, comes underneath the, the left-hand chest badge and um, sort of ends sort of by the center chest. Uh, and then one comes from the right bottom hem, the same graphic flipped up the other way and Sort of creates two wings across the front of the shirt. Yeah, it, it very much reminds me of like EA Sports from the late nineties, two thousands, kind of like <laughs> red and blue with the feathered, um, diffused kind of effect to it. Yeah, um, you're definitely right. Those cuffs are subbed on; they're not their own independent cuffs. Better material. Uh, yeah. yeah independent um it's kind of like a set sleeve raglan as well you've got the set sleeve panel of the sleeve and then the the upper upper um shoulder bit is its own panel as well yeah, yeah. there's a bit of a dash in the in the seam there as well you can see a bit of a angle midway through the seam up near the shoulder oh yes yep yeah Interesting. Yeah. I think it's almost got a bit of the Essex neckline of the Broncos from last. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, the keyhole. Yeah, don't know if I'm a fan of the blue part of the away jersey. Like, make that white. I think it improves yep. the jersey. Yep. Yeah, um, groovy. But, yeah, that brings us to the end of all 20 teams. Uh, so who- my, my winners, uh, I think Portugal. Their home is a winner. Italy's home. Um, and the more I look at Mar- Romania's away, the more that grows on me. So <laughs> I'm going to say those three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, I'll give an honourable. South Africa. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'll give an honourable mention to the Fiji away or Clash. 
also I'm definitely that Argent the Argentinian one is growing on me the the sash there I am a big fan of the South African home um and I did applaud at the start the Scottish one, so I'll probably stick with that too. Clean design yes. with the with the tartan on it. No, I agree yeah. on that one. I think, yeah, like we've been saying all episode, I think any of the Macron ones you could pick out and yeah, probably have a just nice listed jersey. all of them, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, groovy. Um, yes, that uh, South African little flag detail, I think, is what wins it for them as well. So, yeah. Four or five excellent ones there. Some very much not. Ireland, France, the All Blacks. I think some of the bigger teams who have probably not had a win. Um, yeah, we'll it'd be good to see them out on the field. Yeah, in IRL via TV just to yeah, see you know the effect of them with multiple, mm. multiple yeah, people on field running give, around with it. To give the All Blacks and Adidas credit, it does look much better on field than in the replica shots, which are very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your predictions for the win? Uh, oh, God. Basically, the top four teams in the world play each other in the quarterfinals. So Ireland and South Africa in a, uh, in a pool. So uh, France and the All Blacks. Um, so... And then actually Scotland are in Ireland and South Africa's pool as well. And they can definitely upset either team. They're the fifth best in the world at the moment. So I'd say the winner comes from one of those four. Only two of them will make the semifinal. Oh, what are you um, doing the promo, are you? Four yeah, go. Only two sure. will make it. Two will make it. Um, they'll both win their semifinals because the other side of the draw is pretty rubbish. Um, and then they'll meet in the final. So, so all blacks. Ah, uh, look, I don't think we'll beat France first up. France will be at home, all adrenaline, all hyped. They're a far better team than us at the moment. So, I think we might get slapped <laughs> in that game. <laughs> okay. I hope not. <laughs> we have never lost a pool game. We're the only team to never lose a pool match in the history of rugby world cup. So, so far. Hopefully we keep that record going. Um, it's yours to lose. The South Africans are ridiculously good. They just have a hundred dudes who are six foot eight and one hundred and twenty kgs and just massive. Um, and if the Irish win, good on them. I don't believe they will. I don't think they'll get past the quarterfinal, even though they're the best team in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think France or the All Blacks will beat them. And I will be very much laughing at them when they do lose in the quarterfinal because they've talked so much shit for the last four years about how good they are and will lose in the quarterfinal again. All right. Heard it here first. Yes. If they don't, then this episode never got out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Basically, if the All Blacks win this World Cup, no country's ever allowed to talk smack again because we suck. So if you can't beat us when we're shit, like you can't ever talk about rugby like defaming the All Blacks again. He has spoken. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, well, yeah, let us know your thoughts. If you agree or disagree or you've got some favorites of your own, please let us know. You can do that via our email address, fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com or message, comment, or tag us at fieldofdesignpodcast. Um, I think that pretty much wraps us up, mate. Um, yes. You're heading away for two and a half weeks but feels like four Yes, away on Sunday back, or Saturday, back on the 19th of September. So we'll see you then. Yeah, sick. I'll, uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll be keeping tabs with you anyway, but, you know, yep. on behalf of our listeners, have a great time, mate. Uh, the intention yes, is you. for the, the show to continue on. Um, I know Kit has uh, been MIA as well. He's had a pretty full-on year um we're hoping hoping to all you know get all three of us back together for an episode soon um but we'll yeah who knows we cross (laughs) over basically he arrives in europe about three days before i leave so there's a, a month there where we're crossing over um but hopefully some good episodes planned i know we've got a few things in the in yeah. the loop, um, not confirmed yet, but yeah, the intention is to to continue. Yeah, we'll we'll have some stuff happening over the next few weeks while while you're not here. You know, and yep. we intend to come back to regular programming, which you know does tie into uh, our Patreon as well. So we have set up the Patreon. It is there. You can find it in the links of our website or in the show notes. Um, appreciate it. Any listener who is willing to chuck in a few bucks to support the show and assist us in into getting to a point where we can you know fund someone to uh be a bit of a showrunner i guess um assist with socials and the run sheet and teeing up a few different things so um yeah any anything that you can do there we certainly appreciate and a big shout out to uh lachlan and mac who have jumped on board to assist with us recently in our via our patreon um don't think we have any anything else to report at this point in time but yeah as i mentioned the intention is to be back again next week uh in the meantime keep an eye on our socials don't forget to leave us a review on your podcast app how many stars are in a cross mason five you are correct if you are Australian. That many stars, please. Five stars. Does you no harm, does us the all of the world of good. So um, if you can, let us know in the review option also. Uh, all right. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Enjoy your holiday. Thank you. Sorry for ranting about rugby jerseys, but that is my main... That's why we're uh, here, isn't it? I learned the... <laughs> let the trade so um yeah we'll see you in a few weeks and uh thanks for, for getting on board on this episode bye bye